You're listening to the New Biz podcast channel. Welcome once again to our New Biz members, family, friends, and for those of you listening for the first time. This is Donald Robinson II, co-founder of New Biz, and you're listening to the New You.biz podcast channel. This episode features an interview with Mrs. Sonia Weaver, founder and CEO of Deals with B.O.B. or Deals with Bob. Bob stands for Black-Owned Businesses. And this business is a passion of hers she created in 2015 to provide information to individuals in the community and build bridges in the community between business owners and their patrons. Her business is also an information directory so that residents in the community know what businesses are surrounding their areas. And as you listen to the podcast, you'll find much valuable information as her business is based in Detroit, Michigan. She's a lifelong resident of Detroit and you'll hear some of her story as well as the story of how she started her business. Her business is web-based and is also comprised of membership directories and memberships for individuals as well as businesses looking to promote their services and goods. So take a listen now as we interview Sonia Weaver. Welcome everyone to the New Biz podcast channel. This is Donald Robinson II, co-founder of New Biz. And on the line, I have the prestigious Miss Sonia Weaver, founder and creator of Deals with B.O.B., and that stands for Black-Owned Businesses. So, Sonia, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Donald. Thank you. Great, great, great. And I was wondering, thank you so much for being on the show. Appreciate that. Appreciate your support for everything. Thank you for having me. Great, great. Now, um, going into you and your business and everything. So what is deals with B.O.B.? Yes, that's a perfect start of a question. Um, and it's a huge umbrella, actually, but to, to kind of break it down plain and simply, um, deals with Bob is a platform for all things um, business-related, but it's specifically targeted for Black-owned businesses. Um, with that being said, you know, we have our principles of creating awareness of Black-owned businesses, so that's why, you know, the directory and the website is in place, as well as different marketing and advertising strategies that we use for business owners. Okay. And then the same is encouraging the support of, of Black-owned businesses. So that's really what it is, like in a nutshell. But because, you know, business is so broad, deals with Bob is as broad as basically you can visualize. Okay. And then in terms of deals with Bob itself as the business, when when was it started? When did you create it? Okay, that, that is really interesting. Um, the, the concept of deals with Bob was embedded in 2014, and it didn't even have a name at that time. Okay. It was just in my, my spirit of the need to do something um, for the community, 
and it was getting towards that time in my life where I had to start thinking and planning for it. Um, so I, I didn't really know exactly what it was going to be, but then um, I had an urge and a desire to continue to research our economics. Um, you know, I would just find myself going through neighborhoods and like seeing increased blight year after year and was like, you know, I, I know economically we've come a long way, so why are we seeing such deterioration? So, and, and that just kept being in my spirit. And so when it came to a point of like, okay, what exactly am I going to uh, have a passion for? I, I said, there's a need for us to support our businesses. And I kind of started researching that. And the research came about 2014. Okay. Um, and, and, so that's kind of when it started, um, because that's when I actively decided to to have this as you know something that was my passion and that I was going to get connected in to try to you know make a difference in this particular area. Okay, and for all you listeners out there listening right now, we are based in Detroit, Michigan, USA. Woo-hoo. And now the thing is, Sonia, to let you know too, we have listeners all over the globe. We get um. I check the stats a lot of times, and what I find is we have listeners from anywhere from Germany to Great Britain. We get a lot of Great Britain listeners, and okay. uh, yeah, we we get quite a few people all over the globe, which is which is nice. Well, yeah, it is, and the and the beauty with technology and and websites is worldwide web. So you know that's that's a vision for deals with Bob is worldwide. Yeah. So I, I I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. So so once we get this podcast out there, you'll be hearing people all over the world will be hearing you. Um, and then also because we run it through iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. Google Play is pretty much U.S. and Canada, but SoundCloud. We also have an account with SoundCloud, and I've seen people from as far as the Netherlands, and we get some Netherlands people on uh, iTunes as well that listen to it. So. So just to let you know, you are okay. worldwide once we get you out there. Worldwide. Hi. <laughs> hey, world. <laughs> but, you know, the, going back to what we were talking about, I'm I'm one, I'm very glad to see that you have such a passion for helping the community because, as you and I know, both being Detroiters, growing up and seeing what's going on, seeing what's out in the neighborhoods, the neighbors have dilapidated mm-hmm. for so long, and now it's just uh-huh. – it's up to us as young entrepreneurs and young people doing things to really make a difference and, and make sure that people out there really see what's going on in Detroit. And and a lot of times in the media, you'll hear about people talking about nothing being done for the neighborhoods, which is not true. And really, in my, est- no, in, in, in my estimation, look around because there's plenty of things going on. It's just that what you choose to see is what you choose to see. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, I do see that we, we make that effort. But the thing is, is there, there's so much more. What I don't want to happen when I, the third principle for Deals with God is to pr- promote restoration. And what, I'm be honest, I don't want to happen is major developments coming in and taking our community. Right. When I know we have the resources within our community to have them be, you know, what you would see a downtown Royal Oak or a downtown Ferndale. We we have the structure there. We just need to uh, unite in it. Any community, the the heart and backbone of it is supporting the small businesses. Right. 
And so that's really where it starts, and that's why I, I really, you know, I'm talking about it so much. And I think, you know, some people who are around me all the time are like, okay, okay, we get it. We get it. Sure. But I'm like, okay, you, you don't get it because if you can't tell me who you supported today, then you don't have it yet. Right. It's got to be part of just your lifestyle. That's just what you do. Right, right, right. Now, you mentioned earlier about the principles of Deals with Bob. Can you tell me what all the principles are? Yes. Um, our three principles is, one, again, to create awareness. And that's, that came from my research with my article, No Support. One of the resonating reasons why we weren't supporting was because people said they didn't know where they were outside of a soul food restaurant or a beauty supply or a barbershop. You know, and we're talking about now your electricians, your plumbers, your painters, you know, um, just those areas all encompassing your life to know that those are black owned. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to encourage support. You know, they're there. They're out there, and we need to support them so that they stay out there, so that they grow, so that they can reinvest into the community. And and the reinvestment just kind of ties into the third principle, which promotes restoration. To me, I see it as a cycle. You know, if we know where you are, we're supporting you, you're growing, you re-support and invest in the community that's supporting you. You know, and we just keep growing because we're now united. And, and that's really, you know, the principles of deals with Bob. Now, I definitely have some beliefs that I believe we have to, uh, to try to overcome some of the reasons why, you know, we may not support or, you know, some people actually don't think it's possible as if it's too far gone to do things about. And I just don't believe that. You know, so I do have six beliefs that I have as our belief system within the uh, company as well. Okay. Now, you, you, I'm sorry. You can you can go on. You can tell, tell tell those too if you like right now. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So yeah, you can also find them on our our, our uh, about us page on our website at www.dealswithbob.com. But um, I believe, or we believe, that we can unite and make a difference. We can and will support one another. We can have successful businesses. We can rebuild our communities. Our money can shift the economic structure, and we can control our own destiny. Wow, that's powerful. I mean, that is very, very powerful. I mean, that that speaks to affirmations in terms of in the community. I think that really speaks to people in a positive light, and it sounds like a plan of action. It really does sound like a life plan of action for the neighborhoods. Yes, it, it really is, and, and I um, know it's not an overnight thing, and I actually know that, it may. I mean, I see everything that I desire, you know, in my lifetime, sure. but I'm definite, and I believe that I will see a lot of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think at this rate, for all you listeners out there, Detroit is going undergoing such a powerful transformation right now, and what we're seeing now is... The fact that there is a lot of what we call development. There's a lot of development going on. There's a lot of action happening. But now we really get to see it and we really get to see what, what all of the all of the details are entailed with building buildings, opening offices. We have a transit rail coming. So there'll be a lot of storefront business activity happening along our main thoroughfare here in, this, in the city. And 
and now with something like deals with Bob, but deals with Bob is an immediate directory to show you all those businesses. And for all you listening out there in Detroit that have a business, you need to look up deals with Bob. That's www.dealswithbob.com and get on and register. And, um, and and go into that too, Sonia, I wanted to ask you, what was your, what was your inspiration for starting the business in terms of what, what happened for you? There had to be a, a, a spark moment because most entrepreneurs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I, I currently am still, I am in um, management in corporate America. Okay. Um, and I am the type of individual who likes to always plan out. I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, three to six months out where, what am I working towards type of person? Okay. Three to five year type of person. And so I had placed myself on track of upward movement within corporate America. And I've had uh, several opportunities where I felt for upward movement. And unfortunately, they weren't offered to me. Now, let me also note, and um, this is just me personally, I am a spiritual person. So before I enter any type of interview situation, would be it, I always pray, you know, I don't know my future. I don't know my destiny. You do. If this is meant for me to have, it will be mine and let it be offered to me. If sure. it's not, do not let them offer it to me right. because I will take it. <laughs> right, right. So along the way, you know, I get disappointed as far as, okay, maybe I still need to learn some things, grow somewhere. But the last time, I was flat out angry. I mean, like livid angry uh, <laughs> because I know my worth. So it, it was like, but I prayed that prayer. Okay. So then I got into a, a state of, well, obviously what I'm setting and trying to align for myself is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. If this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, then I need you to tell me what it is I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I, I kid you not, what resonated in my spirit was back to my desire for helping my community. But at that time, deals with Bob didn't exist. I just knew, okay, it's time for me to to get involved and help the community. So I just thought I was going to link up to someone else's platform, actually. I didn't realize I was going to have my own until I started doing more, like I said earlier, the economic research and saying, you know what, we we really need to support each other. And it, it started out as just me verbally talking. And then it became me writing about it because I started researching more what we needed to do. And I created a a blog and then that began to, you know, gain interest. And, um, so in doing so, I said, well, I have to lead by example. Yeah. So I began supporting myself and talking about my experiences with these businesses. And then it began growing more people watching and getting more interest. And so then it was like, well, you know what? I need to make something collective for these businesses. And not only that, when I'm going to the businesses, if I see something I don't like or something that turns me off, I need to find, you know, ways to to leverage that to, so that they can have awareness too, you know. Yeah. Um, reinvest in their businesses if that's their case. And a lot of owners were was very open to, to those conversations. So it became more of, now, what services can I offer to businesses? Who do I know? Who who can connect? You know, and it just kind of snowballed from that. 
And once I see so much interest that people really was having, I said, okay, there's a need. So what am I going to do about it? And and that's where it kind of came into play. And actually, the the name for me at that time, and this was um 20. 15, the beginning of 2015, when I said, okay, what what would it be called? And it was going to be We Know Bob. And because um, I was thinking of marketing. So, you know, if your furnace goes out, do you know somebody? My furnace went out. Well, We Know Bob. Right. And I was like, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, We Know Bob was already, can you believe it, was already taken. It wasn't available as a business name. Okay. I can believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had no idea. So yeah, deals with Bob came from me doing a survey of people. Um, and I just had a list of names, didn't tell them anything, what it was about, just what name catches you the most. And almost in a landslide, deals with Bob was chosen. So then I went back and followed up. Why? And the resonating thing was, well, we love deals. I'm always looking for a deal. And I said, okay, well, I can play off of that, you know. And so that's how now I'm making connections and relationships with business owners. Because now for my members, I'm speaking with business owners. Well, you're on my site. You're, you're getting these services. What can you offer for our members? What deals can you give to them? Because we really, I really want to make this like glue. I yeah. want us to stick together and stay together. Right. So I believe... As humans, though, we still buy into you kind of that, you know, well, what's in it for me? How how can you stay stuck without being pulled away by someone else's attention? Right. So I'm always trying to offer ways, you know, to, to keep us stuck together. And I think doing deals is one of them. So that I think the name was meant to be, obviously. <laughs> okay. So so I'm going to paraphrase a little bit going to the next really question you kind of answered it already so basically okay. and you correct me if i'm wrong but the main mission and goal with deals with bob is to promote businesses provide a resource for businesses and help people understand what's out here not just what I, what's out here but the deals that are going on and who is actually out here is that pretty much it yeah that's pretty much it along with the services that we offer um, business orders, like we have um, social media marketing. Okay. We have um, a videography marketing, uh, website design, you know, whatever you might be, even as a business owner, we're, we're trying to meet your needs as well to have a successful business. Okay. So it's kind of like we're looking from both sides, from the consumer and the business owner, because we need each other in, yeah. in this, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think that's the problem is a lot of times, the connection between the businesses and the consumer may not be there. I mean, of course, in the, in the inner city communities, we, we all know each other pretty much. And then we transfer that information by word of mouth, but then word of mouth can only get you so far because nobody knows every single nook and cranny of every business either. So it's, exactly. it, I like the idea of just having a resource like deals with Bob, because what that means is that there's a resource for you to go like a, we used to be back in the day, yellow pages and th those kind of things. Exactly. But this is even taken even further because you're delving into other internet marketing kind of strategies. With, like you say, with videos and, you know, um, just online resources. I mean, to be able to have that in one shop makes it convenient for the user and definitely is helpful for the customer. Exactly. And, that, and you said it, I'm looking for that one stop shop. 
I'm looking for, you know, for Deals with Bob to be is, uh, you know, when people say Angie's List. Now, maybe 10 years ago you didn't know Angie's List, um, but now if you hear Angie's List, you, you know what it's about. Yep. So I want, you know, Deals with Bob to be that Angie's List for the black-owned, com- black-owned community. And um, so if you're looking for, like I said, that plumber, that roofer, that electrician, a beautician, whatever you might look for, you think of, okay, deals with Bob. I know, you know, I can go there. That's my resource for reputable. Let me emphasize that too. Reputable black owned businesses. Oh yeah. 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 Cause that, that's a big issue too. Is the quality of service is very important because, you know, you and I have both know, I mean, when you, when it comes down to like eateries is a prime example. I mean, a restaurant can be in business a couple years. Next thing you know, they're here and gone. Because, because reputation exactly. could be the poor service, could be poor food, it could be anything, and, and it's a very volatile business, and you have to be on point at all on all fronts with that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, and and, and you know I I kind of um, have heard this, and I am nowhere near a Miss Miss Winfrey, but I have heard people equate me to having the Oprah effect. Okay. Um, so when I'm speaking about this, and I, I did want on what you just said, customer service, because this business owner did exceptional customer service after a, a situation. And I just want to make sure that even if it's an issue that may need it to be corrected, that it's awareness for them. Because two things will happen. You have an awesome experience and tell the world, or you have a negative experience and tell the world. Right. It's always better to have a negative experience and that experience be turned into a positive one. Sure. So that's why I want to make sure that we we have that customer, you know, experience, that customer service. Um, I don't want us to get caught up in the stereotypes that we sometimes do. You know, we, we tend to, um, I, I don't want to even talk about them really, but we tend to sometimes think it's okay not to give this exceptional service to our own. Right. And and that's that's something else that I want to make sure that no, we, we have to make sure that we're giving the best experience to everyone. Yeah, absolutely, because it's it's, it's more than just your own. You have to if you wanna to get to the next level, you have to provide exemplary service because if you don't, it could take you under just as quick of a hat. Um there, there's you know, because there's many a times you go to a business there's nothing worse than being sorely disappointed with poor service, poor customer service, or poor product, you know? Um, exactly. And, you know, as a business owner, you know, sometimes you have to bite the bullet because, you know, the all, to me, the, the, they always talk about the adage the customer's always right. And I believe that the customer is 99% right. And what I mean by that is, even if you feel like you're, you're justified in your argument with a customer, the best thing to do is win that customer over and make at least... If nothing else, make them feel like they came away with something. Make them feel like they right. won. You know, that's why you have businesses that say, well, you, next time you come back to our restaurant, you get a free meal, you get a free drink. It's on us, you know. And that that's just exactly. that's just that's just top quality customer service. But you know, it's it's a that's a topic we can go on all day because then you're talking about the young people and their attitudes. <laughs> we could we could we could have a whole no. other section on that. One. You know, because that's something. I that's an upcoming article, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> that is an upcoming article. And I agree with you. I, I don't believe customers always right. But you, you have to recognize that a person's perception is their reality. Right. Whether it's right or wrong, 
that's their reality. So they're going to take how, how that feeling made them feel, and that's going to be their truth. Right. So, but it may not be right, but it's their truth. <laughs> exactly. Now, and then going back a little bit about yourself, tell us a little bit about your background and, you know, where you lived and grew up. Okay, I'm a West Sider, Detroit. Um, I was, I grew up uh, West McNichols in Greenfield. Okay. Um, and I, like I said, a, a lot has changed in that area right over there. Um, I have been uh, in private schools, though, so I did go to a school at Greenfield and Grand River, which was a, a private Lutheran school. Yeah. And then I attended all-girls school, Mercy High School. Okay. around okay um and i went right into michigan i went to college at Oakland university I, I so i am a true michigander i have not really ventured off and, and lived anywhere else so that's why my passion does lie here okay. in uh in detroit um i don't currently reside in detroit but that was because i needed to um move for a school system for my youngest son okay um but uh, Detroit is still who I am, you sure. know. Um, yeah. So sure. that's just a little bit about, you know, me. I mean, have two kids, married. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that's great. I mean, so you know the importance of family and building something because you know, it's not easy to run a family either. In fact, a family is a business too because you have to have – Expenses yeah. paid, got to get the revenue coming in. It's all kind of dynamics with that. So I just, yes, it is. Yes. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, just, you gotta, I understand. You got to get out the red. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand completely. Trust me. I know. I know. Now, in terms of, um, so where you grew up and now being, a, you know, a wife and a mother and adult and all that other good stuff, but was it something that you saw a need because of, did you get it? Did, did you get inspiration because it's something you didn't see happening, or did you just say, "Hey, I'm gonna try this and see what happens"? Well, let me take you back a, a moment, and it would take you back probably towards my late teens, early twenties. Okay. And I was um, borderline militant. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um. And, and I just kept having thoughts resonate in my mind even then. Um, you know, where's our current, to me, and I'm not disclaiming any of our leaders, so don't get that, don't get my words twisted. Sure. Viewers out there, listeners, don't get my words twisted. Right. But for me, where was our generational, at that moment, Martin and Malcolm? Okay. Those voices that really were connecting people to come together like-minded and, and having, making changes. Okay. Um, now I realized circumstances in that time were, were obviously a little worse or a lot worse than they are during that time. You know, I'm talking 20 years ago, even now, um, because you do have more opportunities than you did. But to be honest, it's not enough growth for that amount of years that have passed. Right. And I strongly believe then, and I haven't changed too much of my belief now, is that that inspiring message of the need to connect and unify for a like cause, to me, is what's still missing. Yeah. Um, we need more than coming together out of anger and just having a visual. 
where where have we laid out our demands for change and the action plans to make them happen? Right. And I I just wanted to be if if, if and I'm not saying I'm going to be that, but I, I'm trying my hardest to be a voice for people to understand that. Okay. And since I handed it so many years ago, I still have it to this day. So when, like I said, when I was asking God, what am I supposed to be doing? And it resonated, you know, you've always wanted to do something for the community. And I'm going to tell you, I was borderline militant 20 years ago. And I remember saying, I would do this for my people, but I'm not willing to die for them. So they too hard headed to listen. I'm not doing crap. <laughs> and then I went on, went to school and, and then took on the whole attitude of everybody else. You know, I'm going to school, getting a degree, getting a job, doing my thing. Yeah. But my happiness and joy obviously wasn't there because I never felt satisfied in what I was doing. Right. I am so overjoyed right now, every day, even though I'm exhausted, even though I'm up late, even though I'm making sure the site works, even though I'm having conference calls and meetings with my team, even though I'm working, I'm enjoying what I'm doing because this is where my passion lies. So it's kind of always been planted within just who I was, mm -hmm. but the catalyst again was the recognizing of what I'm trying to lay out for myself of what I think is going to make me happy, what I think is going to make me feel successful right. was not being, was not happening. Right. And it was simply because I had enough faith to say, you know, if this is not where my future lies, then don't let me start walking down this road. Yeah. I, I think we're part of that. Well, that we're, we are that generation. That's kind of like a, in a pioneering sense for the younger ones in a sense that we were, the last to be schooled in going to school, getting a good job, get good, good, good grades, go get a good job, retire 30 years. And I remember, you know, 20 plus years ago when I was in college, I remember, because I, you know, got a degree in the business school. And one thing I understood about that, they said, I mean, they were talking back then about social security running out. And pretty yeah. much that got the mentality going to, well, I can't rely on the job. And I think a exactly. lot of people, you know, a lot of people went to school, did well, got great jobs. I mean, whether it would be corporations or, you know, a small business or whatever, but then it wasn't as fulfilling because it was a preset role that people may not have wanted to do, but they felt like they had to because that's what you were supposed to do. And then come right. to find out that it wasn't fulfilling at all. So now we right. have a lot of, you know, and, and I think a lot of it is due to technology and the advances in society we are able now to do the things we want to do and make a living and have, the, I mean, that right now there's a concept that just came out maybe a few years ago called social enterprise. So now you have businesses with a social mission, you know, you know, and that's what mm -hmm. deal, deals with Bob puts me in the mind of that, you know, you, I'm, a, I'm, I'm in a business to make money and I'm making money, you know, whatever. But the bottom line is I'm helping somebody else at the same time. And you have a lot exactly. of, you have a lot of small business owners that will believe, well, yeah, I'm at, I am helping the community. I'm, I'm serving food. I mean, I'm selling clothes. Yeah, you are. But then there's businesses that are really helping people because when you're providing the resource for people to either do better, be better, or think better, or live better, then that's more, to me, that's 
worth its weight more, more than worth its weight in gold. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so here's what I say to, to what you piggyback on. And then I don't want to forget a, a thought that I, I had as well. Okay. But for what you just recently said about business owners feeling that they're, you know, helping the community. When I say the part of restoration, and this is when it's going to be me kind of more so like in your face of a business owner, especially when we can see a, an upward motion in mobility in your business success because of the community now giving you support. Now, here's the community who got you to a point of success who could potentially get you to the point of opening a second location. Sure. Now, that, to me, at that point, you need to start then looking how you're giving truly back to the community because you can't be in two places at once. So if you open up another location, who can you bring in from the community? Who right. can we hire jobs for the community? Right. Who can we get off mama's couch? And, and actually get on working because other people are not offering them opportunity to do so. Right. Who can we have these brilliant young minds who may be highly cognitive, but on a spectrum where they cannot communicate their thoughts properly, right. but they're gifted. So where in our community can we support those young people? You see what I'm saying? So that's why, ooh, don't get me going. That's why... I'm to the point where my third platform is really where my passion lies is in the restoration of our communities okay. because we're hurting in so many areas. Economics is the, is the heartbeat of a lot of things because yep. money offers you options and choices. Yep. That's the bottom line. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now how you choose to use that is where I'm hoping you want to, 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 to do things for your surrounding community. Sure. That's really where, where where it lies. And then for me, it's not. I love Detroit, but it, it goes beyond Detroit. Yep. It goes be you know across the USA because there's communities hurting everywhere. Yep. And there and so that's really you know when you talk about a, a huge vision five years down the road, yes, that's where I, I see us. You know, that's where I see us going. Um, now to backtrack to one thought that I that I needed to mention too in regards to me personally. Now, I come from a, a line of women who, who had to hustle, you know, so at, at heart, I'm a hustler. Um, my key my key song for a while was Every Day I'm Hustling yeah. because no matter what it takes, I knew I had to get it done. So when I was in college, I was hearing nails and my, my, my uh, was sewing, weaves and braids. Okay. Um, my edge and my marketing, I'm always looking, how can I get the people? How can I get them engaged? I will come to you. You know, on a college campus, your nails didn't need to be jacked. I, where your dorm at? I come to you, you know. Um, so that was my mentality. You know, I did direct sales. Okay. Uh, whatever it takes, I'm always I'm always hustling. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of in me when it came to business or entrepreneurship type of attitude, knowing that even though I am degreed, that's in the, I tell my kids that, yes, you can have your degree, you can have a job, but you always got to have a hustle yep. because you can't depend on that one job. You have to have more than one, you know, area of income. Always trying to teach that. Always. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, yeah. I don't know if you have a question, but, you know, one of our one of our uh, goals, too, is to have a youth entrepreneur camp. Okay. Um, because, again, I, I strongly feel you – 
even though getting an education, getting a really good job is great, but you never know. You never know what happens. Just even within your job, how can you pull that knowledge and, and become a young entrepreneur? Right. You, that may not be something you do every day, but maybe you go in partnership with somebody. You know, I, I just want to make sure that, that, that everybody knows the concept of what needs to be done and the importance of being entrepreneur-minded. Right. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, and I tell people this myself, that I think the concept of, of entrepreneurship is, is misunderstood. I think people see it as a career option, but what's not understood is that entrepreneurship is actually a way of life. Because entrepreneur is a French word, and I think, if I remember correctly, don't quote me, I could be wrong, but if you go to the root and definition of it, it part of the root is defined as a way of life, so it's not like a job. It's not like I'm going to work for the big three. It's a, it's something that you're choosing to do to earn a living for, but it's something that I think that's where the passion comes in. That's where the drive and the, and the motivation comes in because it's something you love doing. It's just that you're fortunate enough to sustain yourself and your family by earning a living at it. And so in that vein, people don't understand. I think people, a lot of people don't understand that it, People think I think people, a lot of people, and, and this could be business owners too, making this mistake of they open up a shop, you know, open up a storefront, and now you say, I, I got a business, I'm a business owner. Well, yeah, that's just one thousand percent of the whole. I mean, you got to do everything. You have you have exactly. to do you have to do everything to make sure that business sustains itself and becomes successful. And even then, it may not be successful. And then that goes into another level of entrepreneurship where people say. Okay, I failed. Well, no, failure is only a concept. Failure is a life exactly. lesson. That's what it's all. I mean, there's be people like I. I hear this term now, and you may have heard it now. People, people tell themselves, maybe on maybe on social media, they call themselves a serial entrepreneur, meaning that they can't stop with ideas, which is great because the thing is, just because one idea doesn't work, doesn't mean you stop having ideas. You know? No, exactly. Now, and it, and it doesn't it doesn't mean you. Uh, it's just a failure is an opportunity for you to learn from whatever mistakes are there, improve upon them, and go to the next step. Go yeah. to the next idea. Oh, yeah. Go to, you know, the next opportunity. That's all you do. You take exactly what you learn from. I mean, after you kind of, you know, brush your ego off, cry a little bit, whatever you got to do. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you definitely got to learn from them. You got to learn from them. Um, and that was so funny. I seen a quote today where they kind of crossed out um, – you know, they said plan A doesn't work, then try plan B, and it was crossed out like, no, sometimes you don't get a plan B. You only get one opportunity. And this, this, this. You're supposed to just learn then and then do something totally different. And I said, well, that's plan B. Yeah. You know, plan A didn't work. You learned from them, and now you have plan B. I said, but you know what? I don't comment sometimes right. because I don't go into um, social media arguments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. That's something that I do. <laughs> no, because a lot of that is a waste of time, and a lot of people, you know, you got to be careful. And, and, and future business owners, maybe possible current business owners out there that they're either on social media or thinking about social media, be wary of this rule. People put stuff out there to invoke a reaction or get noticed or get attention. It doesn't mean they actually mean it. They may not even mean what they're saying, but they're saying it to get a reaction, to get attention. Yeah. So you can't mm -hmm. take things personal. And that's the other thing, like you just said about, you know, crying over your beer or whatever, crying over your milk and then get back on, on the track because 
the reason why you do that is because again that's your passion because that's a way of life you've chosen and that you're putting your all into it and if it doesn't transfer the way trans if it doesn't translate into the life you thought you would have then that's okay you just have to try something else and that's pretty much exactly. what it is yeah but but um the other thing sonia i wanted to get into is your is the outlook so what what's your outlook on your business and where do you want it to go and grow into okay I kind of, kind of a little bit touched on that um, throughout talking. I guess what I would really, okay, well, let me back up. My outlook is, is very promising. Yeah. Um, and that's simply because of the, re- the way I've been received. Okay. But I don't want that to be what inspires me. Sure. Because, you know, the moment people don't receive me, I don't want to be like, oh, okay, now I got to stop because that's not the case. Right. But it's been enough to spark the inner charge that is needed initially, if that makes sense. Yeah. So my outlook is, is very, very promising just from that alone. And then now knowing this is something that I've enjoyed doing. Um, and this is something that I have consistently stuck with. This is stuff that I've challenged myself with. So my outlook is is very good. Okay. Um, where do I want it to go and grow into? Again, I want it to first, on the simplest level, be the first thing that comes to mind when anyone, let me emphasize that anyone is looking for a business for whatever their needs may be. Okay. Um, that's why I purposely and strategically use the word Bob. And, and, and that may seem like a little thing, but it's a big thing to me. Um, there's a lot of things out there when you research or you go and Google, you look maybe for black business directory or black biz or, you know, something with the actual name black in it. Yeah. And I've been asked, why didn't you use black so they would know? I said, well, you know what? Because I'm going to get to the point where you would know without me needing to say it. Yeah, that's that's my challenge for myself. So when you see Bob, you know that that's what it means. You sure. don't have to see the word black. And it also because, you know, just like, again, I was comparing myself at the time to Angie's list. I want people to think, well, rather than going to Angie, they go to Bob. Sure. Okay. And, and, and that's like everybody can go to Bob. Yeah. And that's really what I want. Um, so with that being said, um, I want us to grow once, like I said, into that name that you know you need that need. Ultimately, I want us to grow into the resource that the communities need to be restored. Okay. And 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 meet our our businesses at the need to, to then collectively unite for the restoration of our community. Okay. You know, um, that's really what I want us to grow into. I want to grow into having workshops, having seminars. I want us to grow into having annual, where it's across the state, annual uh, weekends for Black Friday. Um, If you don't know, uh, 2015, I believe it was, after the 2014 Christmas, or was it, no, 2015 Christmas, at the beginning of 2016, that's what it was. I was like, okay, we have Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. And I just was like... I wonder how much money the black businesses got because on TV it was advertised like crazy for, you know, Best Buy and Target and on the news on 
uh, for small business Saturdays, it was advertised about the local small businesses. Didn't see any black ones, but it was still, you know, come to this. Um, and it just was like, wow, you know, Black Friday is called Black Friday. How much money did the black community make on Black Friday? And that's mm-hmm. just me at home, just, you know, playing on words. That's the kind of person I am. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? If it's going to be called Black Friday, then they need to be spending their money with black businesses. Yeah. And, that's, <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? Every Friday is Black Friday. We go, we go take the word Black Friday back. It's gonna be for us. And I kind of wrote an article about it because I don't know. I got kind of a little irritated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so with that being said, I was like, you know, I want to grow to the point that then that weekend that there's a deals with Bob vendor event going on that whole weekend for Black businesses to come to. So that you're not necessarily out at the malls. You have one collective place to shop for that weekend. Right. So that we can't get all, you know, the money. <laughs> I'm right. just saying. Right, 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 right. Well, right. those are just some of, some of the things I see, as, you know, as aspirations of us growing into. Um, basically, I'm open to meeting whatever the needs might be. And if I can't do it, then to connect people to where they need to go. Okay. Um, to build the relationships that's that's necessary and, and network with people that are like-minded so that we really can make an impact and a difference. Well, that's a great idea. Really great idea. Now, in terms of, in the structure of the website itself, do you have, is it membership-based or is it just people just put their information on the directory? How, how does that work? Okay. Um, the directory is designed for both consumer and business owners. So there is a member sign up. And the reason why you would want to become a member is because then you now become eligible for the deals that will be offered. Deals with Bob will be giving away uh, quarterly giveaways. Um, The business owners, like currently it's February. Our focus is the month of love. And um, one of our business owners has a gift set that they were promoting for their own business. So I connected with them and I said, okay, well, you know, how about offering our members a free item with every purchase of this gift set? And she said, that's an awesome idea. So as a member, if you purchase this gift set, you get a free uh, bath bomb. Um, As a member, you can get discounts to, uh, like I said, we're going to be doing eventually workshops and seminars, so you get discounts there. That's the advantage for a member. Now, for a business owner, we have a, a variety of services. Again, um, I c- kind of mentioned a few of them earlier. Um, but for the business owner, you would go to the website and you would just click the business sign up and, and fill in your information accordingly. Okay. Um, the, there is a free listing. So I emphasize that, yes, you can be freely listed because, again, I want awareness. Our first step is uh, creating awareness. So, yes. You can be listed on Deals with Bob free. We do have, obviously, some uh, other levels of directory listing that um, you can can choose from, and those are um, where you would pay for those. Okay. And basically, it creates more visibility for you. Um, you know, you, you have uh, more information, such as, you know, your, your personal logo, if you want that listed, if you want placement, if you want a feature 
listing, you know, all of those kind of things. Okay. Um, and then um, if you want me to do, you know, videos about your business, if you want me to come on site, and, you know, those kind of things. It's all part of the different packages. And then, again, we have our services that we provide for business owners as well. Oh, okay. Sounds but, no, you unfortunately, you can't just go in and load your own business on there. We, okay. we do have a lot of review with my team that we do want to just make sure that it's black owned. Right. Um, and two, just to make sure that, you know, because some fields require certain certifications, certain licensing and different things like that. So we want to make sure, again, that this is a reputable business, that the, the basics are there. You know, if you are, are a, um, you know, contractor, you need to have licensing. You need to have certain insurance before you can just go into people's homes and begin doing work. Right. You know, we want to make sure that we try as, as much as possible to verify that information before a person gets listed. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have um, a certain amount of members you have already? Um, or are you, are you like uh, busting out at the seams with business owners and members yet? Or are you still just trying to build? Uh, I would say I'm still trying to build. Uh, I, I, um, I'm not busting at the seams. I don't think I ever would get to a place where I say I'm busting at the seams if you want to know the truth. Cause I want as many as is out there. Yeah. Um, my, my thing is, is that I am overwhelmed or overjoyed also at the same time about the number of responses I have. Oh, yeah. We are still playing catch up. That's yeah. how many people have to find it. Um, so what's actually being loaded and what's actually still waiting does not necessarily connect. And, and we're, we're getting there. We're, we're tweaking our system so that it can be more seamless. Okay. Um, we're doing some other plugins so things, you know, won't have to be as hands-on. You know, so we're doing things behind the scenes because the uh, response has been just phenomenal. Okay. Um, the, you know, even on the on the consumer side, people, you know, are are interested in being coming members. Are interested in being become part of this community. And and I I actually thought that might be a little bit more slowing than I'm seeing. But um, you know, I just guess it's it's, it's time. It, it's a need. You know, and people are just really receiving us rather well. And I'm I'm just really overjoyed. Okay. Well, that's great. I mean, it's great to hear. Um, I'm really glad to hear about the response um, because we do we have you know some business owners and some um, consumer members on our end as well, but ours is different. Really, our our business model is based on self help, and so it's really about inspiration. And that's what the, the thing about this podcast that makes it nice for us is the fact that this is our tool to reach people. So if we don't have any members, at least you know. We have, you know, several thousand, a few thousand people a month listening to this podcast. So that, to me, is more than mm -hmm. enough. You know, it, and it's, and you know, whether it grows or not, we can't, don't have a crystal ball, can't tell the future. But for right now, it's it's reaching somebody, and that's what it's all about. And I think right. from what you're telling me about what's going on with deals with Bob, it sounds like you're going to have some great growth in the next upcoming months and the next few years. It sounds like it's going to be really a great a big thing and a great thing because then also you 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 and i'm just throwing this out here for you there there's other avenues in terms of minority contracting like i'm pretty sure 
it's especially in Detroit with all the construction going on, all the all the businesses opening up. Yeah. They they got to hit these requirements, and they and where could they go to find? Okay, exactly. I need I need a minority owned business to bring on board with this project. Where can I go? Oh, sign up for deals with Bob. Look at look at the I claim it. You know. I claim it. <laughs> yeah, we, we keep speaking it. I yeah, claim it. Yeah, I I could just see that because then that because I worked um you know municipal government for a number of years and part of my job was to um look at contracts and then. Uh, for a brief moment, I worked in new housing construction, and it was always, and I knew that construction was a big, big industry on the whole minority um, portion notion because they had to have a certain amount of Detroiters based on our city ordinance that had to be part of the job. I mean, you have to have Detroiters, blacks, um, minorities, women, you had to, and definitely Detroit residents. And thank God for Mayor Coleman Young, rest in peace, and Mayor Archer, who help make those things happen and keep them in place because you, you, you see now that I mean you could you could easily see anybody on any road construction or any building construction and like hey where are the people at but right rules like that keep it enforced in, in and then you have something like deals with Bob that can if, you, if, if these people don't know anybody they can go to deals with Bob as a resource and pull somebody you know what I'm saying exactly exactly and and that's really where where I say that the website is the heart of of what we do. Yeah. Um, because that's that's where the heartbeat will come. Like you said, they can come and pull and then that's their resource and in, in, in that arm of deals with Bob, you know. It might be the um, entrepreneur camp for the leg of our future. You know, it's it's so many facets and, and I'm just excited about all of the different things that we can do. But yes, I do definitely claim that and I just had a conversation a couple weeks ago for exactly what you just mentioned. So. Okay, good. <laughs> well, that's great to hear because I, I would love to see that be part of your business model as well. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for something like that. And, you know, again, like we talked, because you're on the World Wide Web, you can be the go-to for other cities, other countries, other states. You know, you never know. You know. Yes, exactly. Eventually, yes, Um well, not even eventually, because we have some that are out of state now. So we're, we're uh, just using our website to have where you put in your zip code, and then it'll be listed, not just a general listing of a long, it'll be zip coded okay. is how they explained it to me. You know, I, I'm not an IT person, so <laughs> I have a wonderful person who works behind the scenes taking care of my needs, yeah, and, and that's what he's doing. I'm like, okay, sounds awesome. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was, you got to have a go-to person like that to make it happen for you, too. Exactly. Now, the other thing is, because you touched on that a little earlier, but I wanted to officially ask you the question, where do you see the business in five years and further down the road? Where, where do you see it going? Okay, yes. Okay, I did talk about that, but let me let me just roadmap it out. And I hate to put a timeline on it um, because, you know, it can come – like a snowball, like whoosh, or it may take time. Yeah. Um, but what I know is that patience is virtue, and I'm willing to take whatever time it needs and can be consistent in doing the work. Okay. Um, I grew up Six Mile Greenfield area, and obviously it's a lot different than it was then. Um, some areas, you know, I would say have come out of outer investments. You know, I, I went over there recently because we still have a home. And this, that I grew up in. Okay. Um, 
And now you see like a family dollar or it's a dollar general, something at the end of the street and over street over. So, you know, you have more of an outer development coming up. I was happy to see though, from where I grew up, which is the Greenfield to Hubble to Schaefer even, yeah. um, they kind of added some things throughout the time. It's more so when I start driving from the south field to the green field that there's areas of opportunity. Um, and I would love to see, you know, some reinvestment of small black-owned businesses right there that we support. Sure. Um, I went to almost every summer Mary Grove College for whatever <laughs> classes and lessons my mom had me in. Yeah. And I used to love it over there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was just something about it that... I loved going over there. It felt warm and I don't know. But when you go over there from that section of Wyoming down to Livinois, I was like, what the heck happened? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> you know? me too. So those would be, if I had my, my say in the next three to five years to work on those pockets of restoration and then uh, I think we're doing an awesome, awesome job on Livinois. Yeah. Um, where we're 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 uh having seen a lot of new businesses come up, and we're we're offering support in that area. Um, what I would love, love, love to see happen, and um, is that Baker's, where it yep. to me is like the heart of that area, yep. get restored. Oh yeah. You know that the parking lot gets repaid. You know, little things that the sign, you know, get fixed. That the inside has some TLC to it. And it just gets restored to its glory because it has such history there. Yeah. You know, those will be some of the things that have been like on my personal uh, agenda, so to speak. I can't really say where my connections might lead me, but that's the things that I would love to see immediately. And then kind of just spread out to the other pockets that we have all throughout the, the city, through the neighborhood. Um, and I like to be specific when I say the city because we, we've done an awesome job and we're still doing an awesome job in downtown Detroit. Oh, yeah. And it's slowly spreading out through those surrounding areas in downtown Detroit. Yeah. But I guess I am still solely connected with the neighborhoods in Detroit. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I asked the question, like, we don't have any chain restaurants in the city. I don't think so. Not major really. ones, no. No, I didn't think so. And so it kind of got me, you know, whenever I plan to see, it's not to say, you know, we have to, but I'm, I'm just curious why. And then I want, so I want our neighborhoods to be such a mecca that, you know, they want to come in, but it's too late. Right. And I know it's like a little kind of conceited way of viewing, but that's what I want. I right that. now, I think they have, you know, we don't have any attention in our inner neighborhoods. They're, you know, we're not even on the radar. Right. I want us to put up, I want the neighborhood put on the radar and then say, sorry, we got this. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you loud <laughs> and clear on that one. Um, I think a lot of that is, is based on the climate of the, of the, of the people. And I think definitely it's going to happen, but it takes time. It didn't, it didn't, de- it didn't decay overnight and it's not going to fully rebound overnight, but there's a lot, like you said, you're right. There's a lot of signs of progress and people doing things and young people opening up businesses, especially the Livernoy corridor. I would say from six mile to eight miles of 
prime example of things mm-hmm. happening. Things happen. I mean, and even um, I don't know how, how how often you come to this area, but you know, down by Wayne State Cash Court Cash Avenue, there there are a bunch of storefronts up there now, and restaurants and things popping up, and you know, okay. Hopefully, um, they come down to the central part of the city because, and that would be nice too to see something like the Livernoy thing go south and then. The downtown thing go up north, and, and everybody meet each other in the middle, and all the neighborhoods get get restored because it's not just about the best ones. Because it's always been about you know the Green Acres, the Rosedale Parks, you know what I'm saying, our right. right. But Boston Edison, you know, but but what about other like the Bagley community? What about the Focus Oak community? What about the Far East Side? I mean, there's a lot of neighborhoods that still need to be addressed, and and the people still need to be reached. So I think that something like deals with Bob definitely speak to that notion as well. And, you know, like I, we, uh, friends of mine talking, my my buddy, my partners in the the new you that biz, we talk all the time about, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there, young people that know how to work these phones. They know how to play with these apps, but have something to develop, develop an app, you know, learn how to build a website, learn the different tools you need to get out here in the world and, and, it make a difference in the world, and I think that the the, pos- the power and the possibilities now are greater than they've ever been. You know, exactly. You put it, you see all these you these YouTube videos, these videos on social media. I mean, it's a lot of it is stuff that's for amusement, but let's start t- transferring the energy to something powerful, like for knowledge, inspiration, things like that. People, exactly. people, the things that people can use every day, no matter what race, creed, class, age range you come from. You know, exactly. And ultimately, um, I know that may not be a platform necessarily for Deals of Bob, but because Deals of Bob now is intertwined with who I am, um, ultimately I, I, I see that. And I tell people all the time, I am pro my community. I'm not anti any other community. Right, right. And ultimately, we are a world, so we're going to be connected with each other. Sure. And we have to unite collectively. Right. But it's going for me to start with my community. If, right. if we're not right and we're not working together, how do you think we're going to be able to work with someone else? Right. So my thing is is to get us right and get us working together so that you can see. And, and, and some of these preconceptions and ideas can be dismantled. Sure. And then you begin that united with other and bringing in. You see what I'm saying? So that would be my also, I guess, parallel you know, three to five years, because in doing so, I can see then how we can leverage and, and, and work outside of the community, because you, you're going to need everyone yep. at some point. Yep. So. Absolutely. And and that, that goes into what I'm saying, too, in terms of if you want to build a neighborhood, uh, the best thing, you, the best place to start is in your own home. I mean, get your own house straight and then. As you do that, you may inspire somebody to get their house straight, and the next thing you know, you have a whole neighborhood revitalizing itself. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then once you've done that, let's get let's get honest. Some neighborhoods have an issue that they feel that you know zoning for certain things needs to be mandated, especially you know let's talk about liquor stores, etc. You know, but once you show you're invested in your own community, like you just said then you have a voice now because you're showing, look, we don't want this because this is what we're doing. We're right. restoring the area. You see the fruits of 
our labor. Right. And this is our expectation now of you. Right, right. Well, uh, well, I'd like to thank you, Sonia, for all of your wisdom and all your energy and enlightening the world on what deals with Bob is and what it's going and what it's all about. And I appreciate you taking the time to do this interview with us. And I hope you can come back for further because we can break these down to several different topics. And I hope that you come back and do some more because I would love to have you back for some more. Oh, most definitely. Anytime. I just, I thank you for the love. I thank you for reaching out to me and thinking enough of me. Thank you. Absolutely. Because it's about sharing information. I think um, what I love to see about us is that we're helping people get their name out there and we're helping people at one day at one person at a time one day at a time so um with that i'd like to say thanks so to recap what you've just heard sonia weaver has a mission her mission is to build bridges within the community as being founder and ceo of deals with bob her passion is to provide information for people in the community to know what black businesses exist surrounding where they live. Deals with Bob is an online directory and a membership portal for individuals and businesses to connect. Black businesses in particular, however, this is not about exclusion, but more so inclusion. And though the mission may differ from NewU.biz, It also speaks to self-empowerment and self-esteem as well as encouragement for the business owners and positive change for the community. And though Deals with Bob is based in Detroit, Michigan, the connection can also reach to other cities and states in the U.S. as well as other countries. That's the beauty of the World Wide Web. To connect to a worldwide audience which Deals with Bob will do very shortly. So as technology has progressed and evolved, it is more important for businesses of all types to have a presence on the web. Deals with Bob speaks to that. As businesses not familiar with the web or without a presence on the web can now have access to the web and have a presence for their patrons. And as customers have become more tech savvy through mobile devices, through smart TVs, as well as infotainment systems in cars, it's crucial for businesses to have a presence on the web so that they may expand their sales, revenue, and awareness to the public. Now, Deals with Bob also provides an exchange of information between customers, potential customers, and business owners so that a reputable and higher level of quality of the goods and services can be provided to those customers. This is a key ingredient to increase the success for the small business owner and the entrepreneur. And for those businesses, black owned businesses that are in the community that may not have the awareness before deals with Bob, they now have a platform for access and growing their business to fulfill the dreams of that business owner, that entrepreneur, that small business who started off small and could potentially grow much larger. So if you're listening out there and you have a dream to own your own business and you live in a community in any urban area in the United States 
or in any other country around the world, then Deals with Bob can be your resource. If you want to know more information about Deals with Bob, you can go to the website www.dealswithbob.com. That's www.dealswithbob.com. And also with newyou.biz, we are in the business of empowerment, encouragement, and positive change. And if you have a business that you want to speak towards that, you can have ready-made access on the web to you and your business. So if you take advantage of vehicles like ours so that you can have a presence on the web, then you can be the business owner that you've dreamed of and always wanted to be and the new you that you deserve to be. Well, that concludes this episode of our podcast. As always, thanks once again for tuning in. If you want to know more information about us, we're on the web at www.nuyou.biz. Again, that address is www.nuyou.biz. We're also on social media. You can look us up. We're on Facebook as first word N-U, second word Y-O-U-B-I-Z. So you can friend us on Facebook and you can like our posts. We're also on Twitter under at symbol N-U-Y-O-U-B-I-Z. So please follow us on Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel and a Google Plus page under N-U-Y-O-U dot B-I-Z. This podcast is on Apple iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean under newyou.biz podcast channel. So you can subscribe to our channel on Apple iTunes and Google Play and follow us on Podbean. We're also on SoundCloud under DDB Group LLC. And on our SoundCloud page, you will also see all of our episodes. And we're also on LinkedIn under first word N-U, second word Y-O-U-B-I-Z. So you can visit our page on LinkedIn and see our articles and posts. We also have a blog. So you can check out our blog at www.nuyoubizblogs.com. We also have a crowdfunding campaign for this podcast to help expand our efforts to reach as wide an audience as possible. Plus, we also have interviews like the one you've just heard, and we plan to add multimedia and other tools to make this podcast a memorable experience for you. So become a patron today by going to podbean.com, search for our podcast, NewYou.biz Podcast Channel, and you will see the Become a Patron button. Click it and choose your amount to pledge to our campaign. Once you pledge, you also are entitled to a free membership of your choice to NewYou.biz as either an individual member or a professional member, depending on what role you want to play in our family. So join our efforts today to help individuals become who they deserve to be. If you have any suggestions on topics you would like to hear from us, you can email us at info at That's I N 
F-O at N-U-Y-O-U dot B-I-Z. Or you can send us a message on Facebook or LinkedIn, or you can tweet us on Twitter. Once again, this is Donald Robinson II, co-founder of NU.biz. Thanks for listening, and please stay tuned for more podcasts. You've been listening to another NewU.biz podcast. For more information, join us at www.nuyou.biz. Again, that address is www.nuyou.biz. NewU.biz, where change is real. And you can also get empowerment, encouragement, and positive change.